Welcome to Life is a Shift Show, a podcast where we discuss all the little things that happen to us on our journey of transformation, all while dealing with all that life throws at us. Sit back, enjoy, and watch as Shift Happens. Hello, welcome back. This is Michelle Dutton again with another episode of My Life is a Total Shift show. And I put one of these podcasts together every time I have a realization on the very slow journey of peace, tranquility, happiness, enlightenment, whatever you want to call it, just trying to improve our lives, feel better, not feel stress, not feel anger. Well, you can feel all these things, but you know, a little bit more peace in our lives, acceptance, things like that. And there's always buzzwords around the transformation world, spirituality world. And I've struggled with a lot of that, uh, especially because the definitions of those things have really screwed me up in terms of what I think transformation should look like or feel like. And when we put definitions or expectations, then we are going to be disappointed. It just is inevitable, right? No matter what in all of life, pretty much. Uh, We expect it to be one way. And when it's not, we get all bent out of shape and pissed off. And so as I go through this journey, I've started to realize that I don't even really know the definitions of things in that it's never going to happen, right? We were taught different things. Well, enlightenment is this, joy is this, happiness is this. And so if you think that, then you're constantly searching and struggling and trying to make your journey fit your expectation or whatever you've created, you've made it up in your mind about what it has to look like for you to feel happy. And that's one of the things I'm learning never works is when I decide to make up my own idea of reality. But one of the buzzwords that I always heard, I heard mostly when I discovered Eckhart Tolle and I read his book, A New Earth, and he kept talking about the present moment, getting present. And then I started to hear a lot of spiritual leaders, transformational speakers talk about the present moment and how you're supposed to sit there and just be in the moment that's that is all there is ever in life is the present moment, right? There is no past, there is no future, except what we create in our heads. And literally, it's the present moment. It's now, it's now, it's now, right? And this took me a while to start to even wrap my head around, because my whole life has always been consumed with thinking about the past and the the shit I screwed up and then worrying about the future or making plans, making to-do lists, what's going to happen. I have to stop bad things from happening. I have to control everything. Like what the hell is the present moment, right? The present moment is nothing. Okay. My whole life is in the future. And I lived so many years like that. So many years like that. And a lot of the times I still am in this fake future that I make up. And then it's funny because I make up a fake future in my head and then work hard to control that it either happens or doesn't happen. So if I make up a fake future in my head that something bad is going to happen, then my ego's like, woo, woo, now I have a job. So I make up this fake ass future about something that I'm afraid of. And then I spend all of my time and energy stopping the made up shit from happening. It makes absolutely no sense, but that's what I have done. That's what so many people do. We spend our whole time 
trying to control and fight and maneuver our lives so that what we made up in our heads about fears or what we want either happens or doesn't happen. Whatever. Like, how many times have we gotten trapped into there? Always, right? To So the stay in the present moment is so difficult because your mind just goes crazy when you're not fixing a fake future or regretting a past, right? Those, that's your ego's job. That's its only job, right? Create problems for you to fix in the future and make you feel like shit about the past. So when I started hearing about get present, get present, get present, and Eckhart Tolle tried to start by just saying, just sit quietly and feel the vibrations in your hands, right? Start to try to feel your body. Just get present. And all these transformational speakers kept saying how wonderful the present moment is and how everything that happens is in the space of the present moment. And it is once you get there, once you can be completely in the present moment, you are filled with this bliss and joy and happiness. And I'm listening to these speakers going, are you fucking kidding me? Okay, are you kidding me? I don't know what present moment you're seeing, but my present moment sucks. And it usually sucks. So I don't know what you're talking about. I can't just sit there and close my eyes and go, oh my gosh, look at everything's beautiful. I'm blissed out. It's ridiculous, right? So I was so frustrated and I'd sit and try to get present. And I'd be sitting there, no, the present moment sucks. I live in a state I hate. The weather sucks. My house is an absolute mess. My kids are driving me crazy. They're fighting. We have no money in the bank. I have to go grocery shopping. I have all this stuff. My husband's annoying me. I don't know any, I don't have any idea what I'm doing. The people in the world suck. We're all fighting. Everyone's yelling at each other. There's wars going on. My dog is pissing in the corner and bringing mud in the house and somebody just spilled something on the carpet and the car needs new tires and my boss is a jerk. Like, the what do you mean? The present moment sucks and I have to deal with all this stuff because no one else is going to help me. I'm the one that has to make it all right. I'm the one that has to make the appointments and stop the kids from fighting and make sure their schedules are done and what this present, whatever, whatever, I'm just going to have a glass of wine right? That's where my mind went every time it was like, oh, just get in the present moment. Screw you. Come live in my present moment. And then tell me, miss, you know, enlightened being with no children at home and single and living in the mountain. Okay, let me go there. And then I'll tell you that I'm happy with my present moment. And then they would say things like, it doesn't matter where you are. It's all in how you look at things. and, And what are you identifying with? And what are your thoughts and beliefs? And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. So it really has taken me a lot to understand what that means and to get out of my own way because we're always right, right? We create these ideas in our heads and then defend them to the death that they are right, even though we created the idea of how things should be, not how they are, how they should be in our own heads. We created that perfect little picture show, that perfect little movie. And then we lose our shit when everyone else who didn't even see the movie doesn't act accordingly. So that's what makes our present moment suck. It's not the present moment. It's us. And that's really hard to admit to, right? Because who wants to admit 
that we're the ones that are causing all of our pain. And so I slowly, I don't know if you've gotten a theme by now, but boy, is this a slow process, but it's not a slow process. That's also a judgment. And that's a whole nother podcast. It is not a slow process. It is exactly unfolding as it's supposed to. Me, I have a problem because I get impatient. I want to transform my entire world immediately right now. And I hear people go, yeah, you just start to slow down. And after a year or five years or 20 years, you really start to get out of your head. I'm like, 20 fucking years? No, what the hell? No, I want to be transformed and blissed out uh, now. I did a meditation. I enjoyed the moment. Done, right? And that's my own craziness. It's like I did one workout. Why aren't I completely fit on the cover of Shape Magazine for Christ's sake? transformation is no different. And I remember sitting there after a meditation and I was just so anxious to feel joy, you know, because people would say, oh, you will just find beauty in everything. So I'd look out my window and look at some birds and I would try to fake thinking they're so beautiful. You know, like, well, if I'm supposed to enjoy the present moment, that tree out there is supposed to be beautiful. I'm like, it's a freaking tree. So I wasn't filled with all of this ecstasy and joy. So then, of course, I judged myself for that and said, well, you're not doing it right. You suck at this. You can't even enjoy a tree. Uh, you're never going to enjoy the present moment. You're never going to understand this. Just give up. That's my own self talk that I also have to learn to love and ignore and make a space for. And all of the shame that we do to ourselves on a daily basis um, which I'll be diving into a little bit later because that's a tough, tough thing to talk about is all the shame. That's another big one that I just kind of realized what that meant. But the present moment acceptance has also been a slow realization. I thought if once I said, okay, well, I'm just going to enjoy the present moment that things wouldn't bother me anymore. And that's not true, but it has started to soften. So what does it mean to enjoy the present moment? The first thing I have to start doing is I have to stop creating how I think my life and the moment in front of me should look like. Because I have created exactly what my life is supposed to look like for me to be happy. How my kids are going to behave the grades they're going to get, the friends they're going to have, the how clean they are, the way they listen to me, that they'll pick up after themselves. I've created this reality in my own head that that's how my children should be. And they should act a certain way and they should love me unconditionally and they should never talk back. And then I have my perfect husband in my mind who always knows exactly what I need. And he's always so helpful and he's this and he's that. And he helps me without being told. And he just can intuitively know exactly what I need when I need it. So I've also created this husband in my head. And I fail to remember that the children in front of me are their own people with their own experiences and their own conditioning and their own will and their own souls. And they are going to behave however they're going to behave. And the same thing with my husband. I haven't looked at my husband and said, oh, this is who he is. 
I've looked at my husband and say, well, this is who he is compared to who I think that the perfect husband or my husband should be. So that was step one in the present moment. Same thing with everything else. My pets should act a certain way in the present moment so that I don't lose my shit, right? In order for me to enjoy the present moment, then all of these people have to act this way. They must know. They must know exactly what they need to do because after all, I know what's best for them. Give me a break. How hard is it, right? I've created this reality in my head. Why is that so difficult? My children should know that in order for me to enjoy the present moment, they have to act exactly how I want them to act. I mean, just, does this sound as crazy? I mean, it's just, does it get any crazier than that? Oh, let's, let's do better. Okay, how about the weather? Damn it, the weather better behave how I expect it to in my head for me to enjoy the present moment, right? Don't tell me that it's going to rain when I had a plan to go for a hike. That, how can I enjoy the present moment if it's raining when I have decided that it's supposed to be sunny in 75? So nope, can't enjoy the present moment now because the weather pissed me off. It's the weather's fault. Other people in the world. If I'm going to enjoy the present moment when the guy in front of me cuts me off or slams on his brakes or flip me off, then he can't do those things. Because in order for me to enjoy the present moment when I'm driving, it has to be like the angels are singing. Nobody is driving too slow or too fast. I'm just floating through life, looking at the clouds floating by going, oh, this present moment is so wonderful. So everybody else on the road better damn well know that I'm trying to enjoy my present moment. And in order for that to happen, that they need to make sure they're driving how I expect them to be driving. I mean, how hard is this? We're supposed to be enjoying the present moment and that's what it means, right? So everything has to be exactly as I expect it to be. Let's look at the world. Once again, how difficult is this? If I'm going to enjoy the present moment, I can't be worrying about what countries are at war or what the economy is doing or what mandates are being put into place or who's shooting up a bank or something. I can't be thinking about that. So in order for me to enjoy the present moment, the world better behave exactly how I believe it should be so I can enjoy my present moment. I don't think this is really that much of an ask, right? I mean, how hard can it be? Stop the wars. Don't give me anything to have anxiety about. Make sure the stock market is always going up and I'm making lots of money in my IRA because then I can enjoy the present moment. So that's the, that's, let's see, my kids are behaving perfectly. My husband, my boss better just stay out of my way and walk in every day and say, oh my gosh, you're just the best employee ever here. Do whatever you want. Never should they ask me to do something I don't want to do. Or, and nope, 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 because I have to enjoy the present moment. Okay. Uh, my body has to look exactly as I think it should in my own head, right? Because God forbid I have a vacation planned and how can I enjoy the vacation at the present moment if my body doesn't look how I think it's supposed to look in the bathing suit that I'm going to buy. I can't enjoy the present moment then. I can't. I have to think about how awful my body looks. So my body better behave and change immediately to become what I think it should become so I can enjoy the moment on the beach. It has to be perfect, right? And my vacation better go exactly how I planned. My flight better not be late. My luggage better not get lost. There better not be any mess with the reservation at the at the hotel. I better not get sick. It all has to be perfect for me to enjoy the present moment. Okay, that sounds about right. Any of you do that? I didn't think so, right? Just me? Okay, got it. So I started to realize when I started to take note, when I would try to get present, 
try to get present, take a deep breath, try to feel my body, I would slowly start to pay attention to the thoughts in my head telling me why I can't enjoy the present moment. And those are all the things that started to come up. And it started to dawn on me that it's because I am creating this world in my mind. And when it doesn't unfold in my, like it does in my imagination, I can't enjoy the present moment. Now that is the biggest crock of shit I have ever heard. And yet how many of us live our lives like that? We don't take into account the fact that if we don't do anything, the world keeps spinning. People keep coming in and out of our lives. Things happen. We don't need to do anything for our life to unfold in front of us. I mean, yes, we eat and shop and do all that, but it doesn't take a lot of effort for our life to continue to unfold. It's been doing just fine without us for millions of years. So I'm like, okay, now what? I get it. I'm a controlling bitch that wants the whole world to be exactly how it is. Otherwise, I am going to pour my wrath around all of those around me to make sure that they understand that they are ruining my present moment bliss because I can't blame me. It's got to be them, right? Always, always, right? Boy, I'm good about that. It's my husband's fault. It's my kid's fault. Damn it, if you guys don't put your shoes away, they're ruining my present moment bliss. Jerks, right? So I had to really, once again, this transformation stuff looking on the inside. What a crock, man. So much easier just to be pissed off. But that doesn't bring peace and it doesn't bring expansion and it doesn't bring connection. And it doesn't bring growth. And that's really what we all want deep down, right? We just want to feel this connection, this love, this I am bigger than my stress. I can feel my expansive heart I can feel it wanting to burst out of my chest and just envelop all those around me in the world and just become one with humanity. I can feel that surge and that urge coming from inside, from my heart. So I know that there's a bigger me just waiting for me to get out of my way. So I have to do the work. I have to do that inner work. I have to get quiet and I have to be brave enough to look at me. I am the only one. I am the only one that needs to change, to grow, to look. Because if we really are all one, everything, if we are all one with humanity, life, earth, everything, then really it's just me and God, right? And if it's just me and God and God doesn't have the problem, shit, that means it's me. So it took a while for me to actually sit down and shut up and let those thoughts go. Well, you can't enjoy the present moment because you have 16 loads of laundry to do, right? So I had to sit there and kind of just relax into that and say, okay, so that's a fact. I have 16 loads of laundry to do. What does that have to do with me finding peace in this moment? You hate laundry. Okay, what does that have to do with finding peace in the moment? And why can't I just do the laundry and enjoy it? I started to realize, and this is going to sound really kind of far-fetched, but there isn't a difference between enjoying walking on the beach and enjoying folding laundry, except our judgment and thoughts about it. 
And that's what I didn't understand at first when some of these enlightened people that are just so joyful all the time, they're like, just do the dishes. It's just magical. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? But now I'm starting to understand we're here on this beautiful planet folding laundry. And we're feeling the clothes and breathing the air and enjoying that we have stuff to put on our bodies. And it's a slow process because someone's like, oh, give me a freaking break. It's laundry. I get that. Yes, I get that. I get that. But when I started to kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, slow down, this is all about slowing down, isn't it? That's one of the main themes I think I'm learning. I started to really think, you know what? <clears throat> Whether I want this to happen or not, here it is. Here's the dog piss on the carpet. Here's the 18 loads of laundry. Here are my kids fighting. I can fight with that and scream and yell and make my kids miserable, make me miserable, or I can just breathe it in, right? I have invited all of this energy, whether it's welcomed or not, into my life. And everything is here to teach me what am I going to learn from having to pick up dog shit? I get it. It's here to teach you something. All of it. This is earth school, right? We're more than what we think we are. We're so much bigger than our dense, constricted bodies who get pissed off at the drop of a hat. If we can step back and just watch these dense, constricted bodies have a hissy fit and then maybe calm down, then they calm down. And then you start to kind of just feel your shoulders relax. This is my experience. It happens slowly and subtly. It is not some big awakening where the angels come down and bop you on the head and you know, you're know you just floating around with halos on top of your head. It's not like that. It's step by step, step by step. Where I walk in, I'm like, okay, I do the dishes or I do them later, right? Well, someone's going to get mad if you, I mean, you, do you hear the ego comes in anytime you want to accept what is in front of you, the ego will come in. Oh yeah, well, if you just don't do the dishes, then you know your house is gonna get condemned and your kids are gonna, you hear how the, e the ego is so, so sneaky and cunning because your ego wants you to have a problem. Your ego wants you to have something to complain about and something to fix and something to feel bad about in the past, right? Because if it doesn't, then it dies. If you walk in and you are perfectly content not saying you don't act or do things when you need to do things, but if you accept what's in front of you as this is what is happening in my life right now, there's 8 trillion other things happening on this planet that I can't see. So this is a gift that I get to see what is in front of me. It's a teeny tiny little speck on this whole big planet. So pull that out a little bit and realize, oh my gosh, I really don't have any problems. I mean, when you pull that lens really far back and we're just a rock spinning in the middle of nowhere, okay, we're doing pretty good. So if you just, okay, this is my reality. And what I thought was going to happen at first when I first started doing that, this is my reality. I thought I would just be overwhelmed with this joyful bliss of love and acceptance in the present moment. And I'm so present. And, oh, I just am so 
happy that there's dog shit on my carpet. Oh, I just thank you. I'm so great. That's what I thought was going to happen, that I would just be blissed out all the time, no matter what. I'm like, okay. So when that didn't happen, I'm like, okay, well, this present moment shit doesn't work then. I'm giving up. I'm not even going to try. I'm going to go get drunk, right? But then I started to realize, okay, you're a moron, Michelle. Oh, that's not That's not the goal. It's just to sit there and say, okay, this is what's un unfolding in front of me, okay? And if I can just look at that with zero preferences, because all preferences are, are things that you drag from your past, from past experiences. That's all they are. They have nothing to do with the present moment right now. What you like, what you don't like, what you think should happen or shouldn't happen. That's all baggage you've dragged with you through your life because something happened when you were 16 or when you were five or, you know, you had this and then that's it. Now the world, now you have your preferences. So if I can just sit there and look, okay, there's dog shit on my carpet and I just watch. I don't sit there. It is what it is. It's sitting there, right? I can't say, that shouldn't have happened, and I should have never had a dog, and the kids didn't let him out. Pick it up. Clean it up. Move on. Move on. And I don't need to tell the whole world my husband, can you believe what that damn dog did? Okay, now I'm carrying the past again. I have more preferences. So I've just started slowly to just look and go, hmm, this is happening. And it's a practice. I am not a master at it. Dear God in heaven, that's so true. I'm working, working on it. And then when I feel an emotion come up, like, oh my God, I'm so mad. I try to get in the habit of making that a question. Am I mad? I'm so mad. And I stop and think, am I really? Or I'm so conditioned to fly off the handle. I'm so conditioned because of all the shit I brought from my past to be angry because X, Y, Z happened. I'm so conditioned to try to shove my kids in the box that I've created of how they should be that I'm just conditioned to be pissed, to yell, to ground, to don't you talk to me that way type reaction. So I'm slowly starting to slow the hell down and slowly starting to just watch the world unfold. And I remember one time when the house was a mess and I just watched it and I said, well, I'm the one that wants the house clean. So I will clean it. And then what does the ego do? Oh, great. Then you're just going to raise all these lazy kids who don't give a shit and just throw their crap all over the floor. And you're going to become a slave. You hear the ego just, oh my God. And then I asked the kids, hey, I could use your help picking this up. Would you mind grabbing those and bringing them into the kitchen? And guess what? Oh, they did. They did. Because I was just asking because I needed help. And I even had in my head, if they do, they do. If they don't, they don't. And they did get out of my head and be like, well, if they don't, I'm going to ground them and I'm going to raise kids that are so disrespectful. It's not, that's just so much all in our heads. It's all in our heads. We create these scenarios of what our kids should be like. And then we create these scenarios of what they will be like if they don't do exactly as we say, as if they don't grow up and become exactly how we think they should become and act that way and speak to adults this way and keep their room this way. And then we have the, this is what's gonna happen to them. And it's never good, right? We always go worst case scenario. Same thing with everything. We do that with everything. We've created the reality in our own minds and what's going to happen if it doesn't happen instead of just looking at what is actually happening in front of us. And that is the only thing that is happening is what is in front of us. 
And so, no, I don't sit around blissed out all the time when I see a squirrel run across my yard, but I do look at that squirrel and I kind of go, he doesn't even know he's a squirrel. He's literally just living as a part of this whole world that is spinning. He doesn't know he's a squirrel. He doesn't know that he's cute to some people and ugly to others and obnoxious to some. And he's just existing and being. And so I'm starting to just look at the world as it unfolds, put my emotions about it in check, let those kind of be there, and act if I need to act. Don't act if I don't need to act. And that's usually you don't need to act. And start to kind of suck in life as it is. And then it does start to get a little bit more pleasant. It's a little bit more fun. I don't spend all of my days stressed out, pissed off, angry at God, angry at the world, angry at whatever. And I'm really just angry because stuff didn't match the imagination and the imaginary movie I created in my head. That's it. That's it. So I am becoming more aware, slowly, more aware of what's present. And I start to see a lot more. I start to notice different things about my kids or about nature or other people driving in the car. I just start to notice them and then they kind of start to look amazing because I'm not deciding already before I even look what they should be doing, shouldn't be doing, what they should look like, what they shouldn't, what they should say, what, you know, all that stuff. So my offer to you would be just to start to notice and ask yourself, am I getting pissed off because my reality is not matching the made-up movie in my mind? Do I need to just stop and be present and look and say, this is what is happening right now, and it's supposed to be happening because it is. And if we can just slowly start to do that and come to life with a level of acceptance and surrender and you're not giving up. You still act. You still live. But you do it with a little bit more detachment from what you think it all should be. And that makes room for peace and joy and stillness and love. So God bless you and love to you on your journey as we continue to realize that shift happens.